Welcome everyone. We are here at the X Bar post red race. Dollar fifty pints on Thursday night. Podcast number twenty. Rumble over the thunder podcast. And if you can't tell, Craig Krieger won tonight, and we've got some very happy people about that. And the owner of the X Bar out here celebrating. Dan Strong, how are you? I'm doing quite all right. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. Andy Monday, how are you? I'm good. I'm looking well. at the special board here, and I'm wondering. If it's dollar fifty pint beer on Thursdays, technically we're going into Friday here, so it's four, four for ten, 10 bombs. bombs. Mm. So are we? We could do either special and probably get away with it, right? We know the owner, and he's in a good mood tonight. Yeah, so I'm sure we could probably yeah. just get a free pizza if we really wanted yeah, to. We'll have to. We'll have to <laughs> chat with him. But uh, yeah, podcast twenty. I like it. Alan Check. Alan Check, old MGD car. Yeah, I remember him. He, he's apparently going to come back racing sometime this year. Is he? Yeah. Old Sands, probably? In, inside the uh, Brooks and Field camp. They've oh. apparently got a spare car for him to run a couple of races. Awesome. That would be neat. Well, what a night. Craziness. A lot of craziness. A great night for Kyle Kalmus, picking up his first ever red, white, and blue feature win. That's kind of neat. Not something we see a lot. It is very neat, and Kyle... Uh, Kyle's been strong all year. He was the point leader coming into tonight. Uh, I think he qualified about ninth or so. Maybe started about a third about row right. tonight. Yeah, and, yeah he was uh, up there. Got the lead from Mr. Butts early and took off. Yeah, you talk about a fortunate caution at at a good time. Kalmus had just gotten past Chad Butts at the line, and that allowed them to swap, or at least allowed Kalmus to choice. swap for the lane choice to oddly enough go on the outside where Chad Butts was I know you probably couldn't see it Andy but he was giving it everything he had Colmus couldn't get past him Dennis Prunty couldn't get past him Dennis Prunty had to make one heck of a save coming off of the turn uh, where he <laughs> saw the inside of the inside retaining wall the outside retaining wall and the inside again and somehow <laughs> saved that car uh, but yeah Chad Butts two spots. Yeah, Chad Butts was a force to be reckoned with early on in the race he was no one was getting past him on the outside until Thomas got the opportunity to do it on the restart. Yeah, and Chad likes running that outside. I know that's one thing Mike's working with him on is to try to get off of the outside because you do burn up your tires a little bit staying out there too long. Um, but, yeah, even when I got up to him, um, we had a good battle, and he his car was really good on the outside, so he liked it out there. And I guess we should probably talk about the craziness, and unfortunately for you, you were sort of involved in a lot of it, just kind of being where you were in the, in the pack. I mean... Yeah, the first incident with Iverson and Strelka, that was the one that you got mixed up in. Then the, another big one with uh, Chris Kelly, Pete Vandermullen. Uh, I think Robbie might have been in that one. Too. Was Robbie in that one too? Might have drove away late, but I don't know if he was involved necessarily in that one. Um, Corey Kempkis and Tim Sprangstrow in that one. And then another big one with Brad Anthony and Mickey Shelley. I mean, yeah, it was, it was kind of a tough night. And then to boot, Casey Johnson in the dash. After setting fast time, I have officially jinxed everybody. I'm done. I'm done picking. Done picking. <laughs> no more picks on the podcast. I think you should just pick uh, Kyle Stark or, like, uh, Dave yeah. Trout every time. There we go. Well, in my interview with Kyle Comas, you guys will hear in a second here, um, I did tell him that I was going to pick Kyle Bush next week. Just to jinx him? Just No, well, just someone I know is not going to be there. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see what you're doing here. Well, maybe Kyle Bush will show up. You never know. He's <laughs> Stranger things have happened, but... I don't know. I just don't want to jinx anybody anymore. I kind of, I'm feeling bad about this. Yeah, that was unfortunate uh, for the Chase team. Uh, obviously, they built two brand new cars this winter, and um, they had a good run last uh, Friday at Madison, setting fast time with the other car, and unfortunately got spun out, lost to Nason, and then tonight uh, 
Sounds like Strelka kind of drove into turn three, uh, lost it in front of the field, nowhere to go situation for the 47. And I uh, talked to Brent a little bit before the feature, and he felt absolutely terrible about what happened. But those things happen in racing, and I'm sure they'll get the car back together. They got it back together this so they can make a lap in the feature mm-hmm. tonight. Um, but I'm sure they'll go to work and be back strong again next week. Yeah, and really just kind of a rough night overall. I mean, tell me what you went through. <laughs> to the back, back to the front, to the back, back to the front. Yeah, we, we started seventh, and uh, Iverson was up on the outside when he got back to the bottom. We tried to go on the outside to go around him. And um, typically when you're racing with guys that race here weekly, you kind of anticipate when you're on the outside where they're going to be on the inside. And with Robbie, we haven't raced a whole lot with. I was on the outside of him, and unfortunately right in the middle of three and four is right rear bumper cover came up across the left front fender and we made contact he went around um, we took responsibility for the caution came in pitted fender nose everything was pushed on top of the left front tire so we weren't going far anyway and uh, to rally back with that uh, group of cars that we had there tonight to go from 21st to 6th um, nothing to be ashamed of on our side so we'll yeah. take it and Steve April kind of did the same there too as he got I think back up to 7th after yeah he was right behind me at the end he actually was looking inside a couple laps to go it was getting pretty tight there I so. noticed that uh, he was playing the role of Bobby Kendall putting <laughs> some pressure on you from last week but um, anyway as we had mentioned Kyle Colmus victorious tonight his first red white and blue state championship race let's have a little listen to what Kyle had to say Kyle Kalmus, victorious here in the red race, and it's a first time for you, Kyle, winning a red, white, and blue state championship feature. Just tell me what it feels like. Uh, I tell you what, it feels great. Uh, I've spent a lot of years in the Super Lates here. Um, this track being in my backyard, I watch a lot of red, white, blue races. I've had some good cars, uh, never been able to put it together, and um, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't all running through my head them last few laps of something going wrong because it's been kind of uh, it's been kind of my unicorn I've been chasing to get a red, white, or blue race uh, feature win. Uh, it just feels amazing. It's uh, it's an accomplishment and a notch on the belt that we've been trying to do this whole time here so feels real good and we were just talking about you know how your lead was pretty healthy there but you didn't think it was no uh turns out my father's a liar (laughs) no he uh uh, he told me it was uh between a car length and two car lengths the whole race he was trying to uh he's trying to keep cracking the whip on me so i wouldn't let off but uh We'll have to have a talk about that because that that's hard on the nerves when you you feel like you got a pack of wolves right on your bumper, man. <laughs> so maybe he's uh, he was either trying to get you going or maybe you know eyesight. I don't know. Yeah, if I know him, he was just cracking the whip on me, keep me going. You know, the, we run with a real tough, competitive group of guys, and uh, and you can't let up at all. And I, I mean, I would hope he knew that I know that, but. You know, I'm he, sure. We love Hank. We know what he's doing. We know what he's doing. He's just trying to get you going. That's right. He's always playing the mind games, but <laughs> he's, <So. laughs> he's, uh, he's did a great job spotting, and he's an excellent crew chief. Uh, really blessed to have him as a dad and uh, car owner. Off to an awesome start this year so far. You were clearly the fastest car here on week one, just kind of got bogged down in traffic. Good top five last week. The win here. What's been the secret? What's going on? Well, you know, uh, we we did pick up some speed um, at the end of last year. Um, we went in the Rich Summers race, and uh, it was nice 
finding that success at the end of last year and then having all winter to study it and write it down and kind of ponder on where we need to go to, to make it consistent now. And uh, we've had some help from the guys at left-hander. And, um, you know, uh, the bump stops are kind of tough to figure out at track like Akana. It's rough, but um, we're just finally starting to get our ducks in a row, I feel like, here. And uh, hopefully we can just maintain and stay running strong. You know, when we talked at the start of the year with our podcast, our season preview, for some reason we glanced over you as a title competitor, and here you are, after week number three, leading the points. You're proving us wrong, man. Yeah, uh, I am a little bit. Um, I'm going to say, though, don't ever pick me for a race win because... I, I'm, I'm terrible. Track record is terrible, yeah, and I don't, I don't put that on me. But um, no, you know, there are a lot of tough guys that we race with, and there's a lot of people to talk about. I love listening to the podcast, but um, it does feel good to to be winning and uh, leading points right now. Uh, hopefully, we can just keep keep that train rolling. I might start picking guys I know that aren't going to show up just so nothing happens to anyone. There you go. Maybe that's a safe. That's a safer bet. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll take Kyle Busch next week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that'll that'll keep everybody uh, in tow. So I mean, it's you, it's Kendall, it's Casey Johnson, it's Andy Monday. I saw Andy kind of swung by there and gave you a little "how do you do" at the end. Uh, what's going to happen here the rest of the year? Well. Every Thursday night we're going to be racing, <laughs> you know, uh, door to door. This is a this is a tough, cr- tight knit uh, group of guys. And uh, Andy, uh, it was nice seeing him come by, giving me the thumbs up. And uh, as I was heading to victory lane, he's been a rival of mine since we were four, since I was fourteen in sport trucks. Uh, we kind of grew up racing together, and we've had some uh, not so good moments, and we've had some really good races. Uh, good moments and a lot of hard racing door to door with each other and uh, I think as we grew older after the years uh, it's we got a pretty healthy rivalry that's hard to find but uh, I enjoy racing with him and all the rest of the guys out here everyone coming over congratulating us uh, feels good just to get some respect from all the guys the peers that you run with so that's Kyle Kalmus and Andy Monday I gotta ask you has your spotter ever kind of sandbagged you kind of like Hank did to Kyle. Just he's telling him he's two car lengths ahead when he's about seven ahead, just to keep him probably keep him motivated, keep him a little focused. Yeah, keep him that up, up on the wheel, keep him going. Never happened um, to you. I can't say it has, but I don't think it's a bad strategy to go with. And uh, like you said, Kyle had a great run tonight, and he breaks the Pathfinder streak in the Super Late Model mm. class this year. Uh, the Tundra race and the first. Uh, Races of the season, all fast time and feature wins were Pathfinders, and yeah. Kyle Kalmus with the left-hander gets into victory lane and breaks up the parade there. So. Leave it to Batman. Batman's got to go and ruin everything. Got to go and ruin everything. Good run for JVO, by the way, as well, in the second Third spot. Third last week, second this week. Yeah, yeah. another good run Very for strong. him. Probably second overall in the standings now, I would uh, think. I believe he's Kalmus. third behind Kalmus and uh, Bobby Kendall, actually, Bobby Kendall, up, uh, okay. pretty far up in the standings. So another good run for him, too. And that means, dun-da-da-dun, Dan, what? you are the winner. You so win the podcast picks. picks. Uh, what is this, second time in 20 episodes? <laughs> uh, that's two more times than me, bud. <laughs> yeah, that's With true. With your Bobby Kendall pick coming in fifth tonight, you are the winner. Yeah, yeah you, excellent uh, Matt's car finished 24th after one lap, yeah. and Mike pick finished 23rd after two laps. Yeah. 
You non-finishers. So we're, we're the jinxers. Yeah, we are. Especially me, man. Like, just, yeah, you. Yikes. Maybe we should do opposite picks. Well, you picks. heard what Kyle Kalma said. Like, don't pick me. <laughs> Maybe we should do opposite picks. Who's yeah. going to not show up? Who's going to DNF? I will Who's tell you what. I will be the man at that. You <laughs> no, guys no, owe me so much. When uh, when we do that, you do realize whoever you pick is going to win. Probably going to win, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I am. I'm. I guess it could have been worse. You could have picked Grant Griesbach, who was <laughs> out in track practice today, make it. Yep. and uh, motor expired on that car, so they weren't able to run tonight. And I talked to Dennis Prunty before the race. He was actually driving it when the motor expired. No kidding. So he was trying to help out a young rookie kid, hop in the car, give him some advice what the sure. car's doing. Yeah. Unfortunately, the motor expires Pathfinder, when he's Pathfinder in there. camp. What, yeah, so. what was uh, what was Greasebox's complaint? That it was kind of sluggish coming off of two and four. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we figured out that. <laughs> I think we figured out why that happened. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, better days ahead for those guys. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's they wanted to go get their Slinger car. Or some people asked, why isn't that an option? And the setup from track to track is just a little too different to go and run down to where that car is, go get it, switch everything over. It would have been pretty Yeah, Hercules you'd be changing effort, gears, yeah. shocks, springs, uh, you know, tires probably are going to swap between cars so you get the stagger right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just when it happens at 1.30, 2 o'clock, and you live not right down the road, that's right. kind of yeah, a Yeah, an hour and a half, yeah. one way. Yeah. But uh, anyway, things obviously shaping up pretty interestingly in the super late models uh, with Columbus now leading the points. And I think we've kind of gotten to the point, Andy, where this is sort of anybody's ball game right now, I really feel like. I don't, I don't think there's – I don't think anybody's been head and shoulders above, the seat, above anybody else's season. And I look back at where you were at this point last year, and, you know, we're kind of saying, hey, Andy Money looks like the guy to beat here with the fast times, the consistent features. I mean, Calmus looks good. Kendall looks good. Casey Johnson obviously having a bad night, but he looks good. You still look good. Uh, Travis Dasso hasn't looked too bad. He's kind of picking some things up. Um, you know, JVO, he's up there. This Brent is, Strelka, I don't think, is qualified yes. worse than, like, third. Strelka's still right, looking fine. Tonight. Tonight. Sawyer Efforts is looking pretty good. But he's always made the dash. Yeah, I mean, this is this still feels like anybody's ballgame right, right now. It's, it's just hard to pick a favorite. Yeah, and uh, I think Casey Johnson and, and Kalmus have kind of separated themselves as two that are really strong. You think so? And tonight, Casey obviously had the bad yeah. luck, but if that's all they have the rest of the year, I mean, we're all going to have to take our lumps at some point mm. and see how it all shakes out. So it's really going to come down to who doesn't have more of those nights than the rest, you know? Yeah, and unfortunately, like we were kind of talking about before we started the podcast, in the long run of the season, maybe it's not so significant, but in the Red, White, and Blue State Championship, that's tough. That's tough to swallow. Yeah, Casey would have been uh, with 24 cars in the field, 24th place. That's mm -hmm. like, off the top of my head, like 27 points where a Kyle Kalmus gets 62 for first. Right. He, it's really difficult to make up 20, 30 points with only two remaining races, the white and the blue. So yeah. Stranger things have happened, though. Wipe that away unless other guys have similar problems. Well, a good night, an entertaining night in the super late models and in the late models, Eddie Munster. Man, he is looking real solid early on this year. Two out of three ain't Two, bad, right? Yeah, Meatloaf would say it that way, I would suppose. Good start to the year. I mean, kind of just a real veteran race out of Andy Bunster. He starts up front. He's hanging out. There's some cars kind of closing in on him. They get close, but then he pulls away, and it's just it's the sort of thing you see out of a guy that's raced as long as Eddie Munster has. 
Yeah, very methodical, saving his stuff. Uh, you know, kept the challengers at bay when they got close. I think Wenzel was up there for a bit, and yeah. Nate Van Wyken gave him a good run. Where'd Nate end up tonight? I think Nate still finished second. Second, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was strong up there, and then there was kind of a gaggle of cars from fourth to a sixth. A Meyerhofer. Did you hear that, Dan? It was a gaggle. A gaggle. A gaggle of cars. A, a gaggle. A, a three-car gaggle. I like yep. that term, though. Brian was in there, and Meyerhofer, and Brazen. Not enough people use that term. Bernhagen. You know, you could throw a blank order over those guys. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, kind of a, another, maybe a bit of a telling night tonight in their late model point battle, too, is Travis Rodewald broke an axle, and they didn't have time to fix it or find another. So he came out and just start and parked, but man, it's been a rough season so far for the 27. Yeah, and when you break an axle, it's really tough. It depends where the axle breaks and if you can get it out clean. You know, if it breaks and it's stuck still inside the differential, sometimes you got to pull the whole rear end out to get mm-hmm. out. If it breaks clean off right in the middle, you can sometimes get lucky, take the whole thing out, didn't damage anything else, and slide another one in. Um, a lot of guys run different size axle lengths, so if you don't have your own spare. You kind of chasing around the pits. I seen him run around. Yeah, he was over it sounded by the stump like he team, did. Yeah, just trying to find if anybody had what he had. So, unfortunate night for him. Kind of like Casey, you know, um, kind of going to knock him out of maybe the red, white, and blue contention because he was co-champion last year. Right. And uh, they'll get back up on it. I know. I talked to him before the night, and uh, they were out at the track practice on Tuesday. I kind of asked him if they picked up anything, and they're still uh, like we talked about last week on the podcast, trying to make some gains with that new tire mm-hmm. compound. And the D800, and that's what he was yeah, talking about. Yeah, and we should, about, should so. say a little bit of an editing error. I think on my part when I gave you the uh, Bernhagen interview, he actually did go into talking about how he felt like he had an advantage on the D800 because he had been running it at the Dells last year yep. and kind of felt like he had a leg up. And, boy, in qualifying, he sure looked like it, didn't he? It was almost three-tenths faster than the rest of the field in qualifying. Yeah, yeah I was listening to you on the mic when he was out there qualifying. Did he run like a 20.3? Ran a one. A three on the first lap. Yeah. He had fast time already lap one. Yeah, and the second fastest lap was a four, I think, Brazen. Yeah. Yep. That was incredible. Nice job by him. They're off to a fast start. And, yes, they uh, are. If he keeps piling up the fast times and top five feature finishes, that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, three for three so far, nine fast times last year. So definitely going to be tough to beat. I think he's uh, pulling away a little bit in the points championship. But the two feature wins from Munster is going to help. And Van Wyken's been really consistent, too, up in the top five each week so far. Yeah, Nate had a really good race in the dash with Brian. They traded the lead uh, mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, that dash was every amazing. Every lap, and yeah, then it was really Nate good. got him at the end. So that was a fun race to watch. Yeah, that was a really great dash. We were kind of watching it up in the tower. Lauren was announcing that particular race, and it's just like, this looks like the parade lap over and over <laughs> and over again because no one's moving. They're all just yeah. kind of stuck. But, yeah, that's, sometimes that's extremely entertaining. It was so. good racing, yeah, for yeah, sure. definitely was. I think we had a good... Was it a good finish in the super late dash, too? Yes. It? Yeah, it was. Yeah, With Kendall After, and efforts? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it really was, good. what, right zero, uh, point, point zero one six something like that? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we had a lot of good preliminaries tonight, and it sort of set the table for the, the main events. But um, three classes of late models this evening. Quarter-mile late models were in action. Corey Kempkis had a very good first feature. Not such a great second feature. He and Pete Birkin uh, sort of... He kind of monster truck. He got a little tangled up uh, with the 04 car. I think the 04 car got to the inside and uh, maybe got a little overzealous. Might be the best way of putting it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That was uh, 
a body that they put on that Kempkes car that right. was that outlaw style body is something a little bit unique and different and that's a lot of labor hours putting that thing back together now yeah and I don't think it was just the body I think there was a lot going on there too and yeah. I mean congratulations going out too to Travis Willing and kind of a neat story he says you know my kids are in the stands I get to see their dad win a feature so that's that's always cool it's great to see but um, I thought Kelsey Hayes looked good again tonight two top fives a couple of top fives um, maybe you know, lost it on the restart in that second race. Thought maybe she could have had it. I, if the yellow wouldn't have come out for the uh, Birkin and Kempkis incident, that one was going to be real interesting because Corey kept going to the outside and Birkin was right behind and Kelsey was sort of there and they couldn't find their way around her. And I don't know. That was going to be interesting happening. It was setting something. up to, yeah, to it be was. something pretty interesting. I think it was setting up for like a three wide and at the And are we going to see flight. Kelsey next week with the Pavement Pounders? See, I, I'm not, I don't know if she's going to bring the Sport Mod. Okay. If she is, I, I mean, I would imagine she was there last year. She did show up for that race, so I would I imagine so. It'd be some good training for her. Seat time. On well, that I, I, the seat I time think, that she's had already. Yeah, in the I would think she'd be an automatic favorite. Oh, absolutely. One of the tops. I mean, you know, it depends if Jeff Steenbergen comes back again. And I mean, Sounds like he's not? up in the air yet. I don't, is I don't he? know if that one's coming. It's, okay. it's a haul for him to get up here. It is. Yeah. It is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I would think he'd be one of the tops, but Kelsey's got to be up there too. I mean. The Beatties. Uh, Beatties, yep. Always. Yep. They got some laps on the half mile about <laughs> yeah, a month ago. Evan pulled me aside tonight. He's like, so we're going to do that pavement pound on the half mile next week, right? I'm like, I have nothing to do with it, buddy. I, as much as I'd love to see it, I Can we do a double O pavement call. pounder? Yeah. How about like a a, a sextuplet crown? Yes. Six six races. Yes, three on the uh, Three on the half, three on the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, on the on on the same night, you get one on the on the. I'm half, sure those will go quarter. green to checkered. The, the half yeah, mile. Yeah, there won't I'll be any what, issues. I'll bet the second yeah. one would. Sure. I'll, whichever one was second, because there might not be quite as many mods left. <laughs> That'd be my guess. But yeah, that'll be a lot of fun next week. Got the pavement pounder coming. Looking forward to that. I was talking to Joe Vertigan. He figures about twenty-five to thirty. Really? Sport mods. That's awesome for each one. I know of them. That'd be great. I know he said he had seventeen that were for sure. And then another, like, 5 to 10 at the very yeah. least that are kind of That's going to be another thing bit. that was kind of a nice problem today when I drove into the pits and saw that they had to make up some parking spots. I think that could be an issue next week, too. Oh, yeah. That's a good problem to have, That's though. a great and, problem uh, to have. Absolutely You is. saw some of the quarter-mile late-model cars parking on the grass and gravel and bringing, you know, some, like, felt tarps or mm -hmm. whatever to park on. Everybody will make it work if we got to. Yeah. It's, it's a good problem to have. So Yeah, and, of course, there's uh, – I think the Super Stocks are off next week, correct? Yes. Yep. Correct. So then there's that pit area. So there's there'll, there'll be enough room, but uh, we certainly look forward to that. Speaking of the quarter mile, should we go right to the first-time winner? We'll get to the it. Super Stocks in a second, but how about the first-time winner in the Wisconsin da, Sport da, da, Trucks, da. Kylie Vandermoss? And we interviewed her. Here's what she had to say. Kylie Vandermoss picks up her first win in the Wisconsin Sport Trucks here with a Thursday night race. I remember you won one of the charity races here in the past. What's it like? How does it feel to finally win a Thursday night race here? It feels so awesome. I'm so excited about it. Like, I didn't even know I won. I was past the finish line, and I happened to look at the board the last minute, and I saw that I wasn't in second anymore. And I looked to see who was in first, and I saw my number, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, that just happened. Yeah, that's kind of weird because... Plutz was so far ahead, mm -hmm. you couldn't have really known until you came across the line, and 
So what, it just snapped right in your head right as you took the checker? Yeah, that's why I didn't know because I knew Plutz was winning. Like, I knew he had the lead and I didn't see him. He was far ahead of me. So I was like, I was good with second. I was coasting. I was doing good. And then all of a sudden, like, I looked at the board and it was me. Yeah, it's pretty wild how sometimes it's better to be in second on the last lap, yeah. right? I mean, you chase down Brent Meyer, you make the mm-hmm. move, and eventually it pays off for you. Right, and I don't work well under pressure, so if I would have known I was in first, I probably would have spun out or gave it up like I always do, and so it was a good thing I didn't know. Now just tell me about, you know, the way the sport trucks have been this year. It's kind of wild. You know, quell has been having his issues, Putz drops out. Seems like survival of the fittest every week. What's going on out there? I don't know. The track's been pretty bouncy. I know everybody's been bouncing pretty much, so I don't know if people are still trying to figure out what works for them. It's early yet. It's early in the season, and it's the trucks are tough to understand. It's been a year of first for you now already, three weeks in. First feature mm-hmm. win plus the first fast time. Did you guys do anything to the truck over the offseason to get it better or just more experience for you? We did not really do a whole lot. I got three new tires, and then I um, wrecked my other tire last season, or the first race, so then we kind of started back over again. Um, but we really didn't do a whole lot, so it's just experience and, like, learning my driving and driving harder and, yeah. Could Kylie Vandermoss win a championship this year? Um, maybe. We'll see. Long way to go, yeah, right? Long way to go. It's early. It's week four. Week three? Week four. <laughs> All right, so Kylie Vandermoss picking up her first feature win. Andy, have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know you won? Uh, I have not, and that was a very interesting race. Plutz was out to probably almost close to a half a track lead. At least a straightaway. And then uh, he broke a chain and pulled in, and that happened shortly after Kylie had passed Nate Brantmeyer for second place, which turned out to be the... Uh, race winning moves. So. We have hooligans playing darts here. Yeah, right behind S- my head. Straight up hooligans, I are tell we, you. Are we doing cricket or zap yeah. 301? 301, 601, 901. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was watching that battle for a second and I had pretty much thought, yeah, Jason Plutz has got this one in the bag and then suddenly you see Kylie Vandermoss take second and then you see Jason Plutz pulling into the X and oh my goodness. And then, you know, the Vandermoss camp sits right in front of us. And I was asking Kylie, she says, you know, my mom is the one that can't watch the race. And I saw her covering up, like huddling inside of her sweatshirt. <laughs> and I was just waiting for the explosion out of the Vandermoss camp. And it came. And, you know, it's it's been a long time coming for Kylie. Yeah, it really has. And she's been working hard. And that's a great racing family. Um, Rob obviously used to race in the sport trucks. Taylor came up now he's racing super late models um so it's great to see her she had fast time tonight as well picking up the win and uh to do it while her mom's there sandy usually goes out to arizona for work and she's gone for a few months at a time so oh, for her to be here tonight to see it good timing uh, all the better for uh, kylie to pick up her first win, i usually so see her job. aunt up there dancing and jiving every time kylie's making a move and she wasn't there tonight so i was like oh that's not a good night to miss <laughs> I've seen quite the animated display out of that camp, but uh, hey, good run for Nate Brantmeyer too. He's had a, really. had a tough couple of first, you know, first two weeks. hadn't really been going well. The body falling off week one, some problems last week. I and actually I, found out what the problems were. Last well, week. well, the body falling. Oh, last week. Last week, yeah. Okay. Uh, broke a chain in the heat race, and then he snapped a belt in the feature. Ugh, rough. 
You know, in the trucks, we talk about this a lot, that guys break chains, and uh, maybe we haven't really explained why that happens. Um, they're running basically like a glorified go-kart with a snowmobile engine, and these chains that are on them can range anywhere from $20 if you want to buy one from Fleet Farm to over $100 if you want to buy like a more heavier-duty motorcycle chain. Um, but really, it comes down to the chain tensioners and keeping the tension on them. And you see how much the trucks bounce around because they mm. don't have suspension on them. So you hit and bounce around, and the chain tensioner can only do so much that sometimes it's just going to snap the chain because it's going to be too tight, or if you leave it too loose, then it's just going to fall off. So it's a, a constant battle with the trucks. I don't think you've ever seen a truck go an entire season or two seasons and never have a chain problem. Sure. It just seems to and is that why we takes their is, You know, that. we kind of talked about this last week, too, with the trucks where Kakana is a bit of a bumpier track. Is that why we see it more so at Kakana versus seeing somebody do that at Golden Sands or Slinger or Dells or anything? Yeah, when they go up to things. Norway, uh, Plover, Dells, any of those tracks are a lot smoother. Uh, just a little bit rougher surface at Kakana, and you get the bouncing, you get the racing hard, whatever it might be, and unfortunately that happens, part of it. Yeah, well, yeah, shout out to Nate Brantmeyer, another good night for him. Um, you know, Wisconsin Sports Trucks, that's another division right now where, and Kylie and I kind of talked about it, like, who's going to win that championship? I mean, who's who's got the durability right now? You know, I, I asked Kylie, I'm like, can you win the championship? She says, no, I mean, I, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with these guys. But I'm like, you know, you haven't dropped out. You know, you haven't had the bad luck that, unfortunately, Kyle Qual has had or Jason Plutz has had or Dan Vixmer even tonight had to scratch before the feature event. Like, this is kind of, it seems like it's a war of attrition this year in the Wisconsin sport it, trucks. It definitely is, and we talked about this this offseason with Brad Van Horn stepping aside. It really kind of opened the door for who's the next man or woman up to kind of take over that role. So uh, it's going to be an exciting finish, and, you mentioned Kyle Paul. I talked to him. Uh, he pulled off early as well, right before Plutz did. Uh, sound like they had some electrical issues with that truck. So um, he's going to be back out practicing on Tuesday for his fourth straight Tuesday to try to get some things figured out. But once they hit their stride, I think they're yeah. going to well, come you with know, a vengeance. Durability is going to be a big thing this year. It just kind of seems uh, whoever can hang in might be the one victorious at the end of the season. But, again, congrats to Kylie Vandermoss and uh, – the Super Stocks, another, he had to have been a first-time winner, Evan Sanis yep. tonight. Congratulations going out to him. That 40 car, kind of like an Eddie Munster moment where he just put that car exactly where it needed to be, lap after lap, and, you know, that outside line is such a daunting task to try to go to the outside in the Super Stocks, and he just held his ground. Yeah, he made it work and uh, excited to get his first win. I heard him thanking his dad, which is Gordy Sanis, yeah. who raced super late models for several years. And, and good uh, old Neil obviously racing now, too. Good old barrel engine rebuilding. Yep, exactly. So cool to see another racing family like that with the Sanises getting their first win. It's always good when you have first-time winner, ain't it? Right, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And that was kind of another thing we talked about last week, too, is the parody, <coughs> excuse me, competitive balance. <laughs> Within the Super Stocks, I mean, we talked about Rachel Meyerhofer. She sets fast time tonight, got up to second the last two weeks, and you had said she was kind of bummed out, finished seventh tonight, but it didn't seem like there were there were a few cars that just kind of couldn't move through the field. Yeah, I think uh, she's really looking to get that, that car in victory circle, and uh, with the Super Stocks being off next week, got a couple weeks to work on it, maybe get out and practice, uh, figure out some things to get back up there. The qualifying's been stellar. Uh, just finishing off the rest of the program. And, you know, if she keeps piling up those 
consistent finishes. You know, it's it's going to come down to August. Just got to yeah. hang in there, and you know, you're going to have your ups and downs like anybody. So she'll be fine. She was uh, hanging, we, her, hanging are, her head kind of low tonight, walking around the pits. Is this going to be kind of like the late models last year where we didn't see a repeat winner until way late in the season just because everyone, I mean, like we were talking about, we could still see the 117 win, the 65, you can see the, the 59, three show the 3, the 4. The 4. That 79 you know, car maybe could have, you 63, know. 63. 63. Yeah. I mean, there's. And how about that in the heat race, the 63s getting together? That was yeah. kind of. Uh, didn't feel great about seeing that. I no. mean, you never feel good about seeing Rex, but not in heat race. Those yeah, don't that even was really that was kind of rough. Points of money. Yeah, I mean some, but I, that was just kind of a bad deal. Sixty-three. Tony got a little sideways, and Jeff was there, and that's the we breaks. Were Them's over the breaks. The media tower. We were all thinking that uh, it was that that Tony was the one that got sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were thinking he was gonna go over. Really? Yeah, we've like, seen that before. Will yeah, Timmers we, did that last yes, year. Yes, he yeah. did. I I mentioned that he went over last year. Yeah, but we we were like, how did he not go over? Well, thank goodness that uh, we don't ever like to see that happen. Yeah, especially in front of the field like that. Oh that yeah, could have been disastrous. Could have been disastrous. Well, how about the ending of that four cylinder feature? You want to talk about disastrous? That thing almost could have been disastrous. You had the car spinning out in front of Brody Revest and the rest of the gang. They come to the line to take the white flag. Mass confusion because the whites displayed who was leading. It was Revest, and whoo, that could have got messy. Absolutely. And I, I, I still want to take a look at the footage because I don't know if Revest was leading at that point in time or not. Well, the According thing, to the transponders, he was. Yeah, so he, here's the way I break it down, and maybe I misspoke a little bit when I was talking on the PA, but I think this is actually how it happened. So when the white flag is displayed, the next flag will be the checker. Right. The yellow and the checker. So the white was displayed, and in that case, usually what they'll do is they will go back to the last completed lap. Okay. Last completed lap for the entire field. For the entire field, which Brody Revest led, and then that when that yellow came out was when the 15 passed him. So that lap wouldn't have counted. Okay. That would have been lap 19. Because there were only a handful of cars right. that had I think probably that lap, two or not three. The entire field. So lap 19 that wouldn't have counted, which is where the 15 would have taken the lead. So right. they go back to lap 18, which is where Revest, Revest was, was leading. leading yep. Which okay. is what kind of resets the field. I was the one thing that I was kind of putting my elbow in there. I'm like, hey, why don't you do a green white checker? <laughs> Let's make this a little interesting. The fans would have loved that for sure. Yeah. What what makes that uh, work the way that does is, like, you see at the NASCAR level, they have transponder loops, like, every 50 mm-hmm. feet. At Kakana, we has, have them at the start-finish line. So right. if they added more transponder loops, one in the corners, one on the backstretch, then everybody would complete that transponder loop. Then you could get a little more accurate on those sorts of things. But, sure. you know, even tonight in our super late model feature, I had passed Alex Stump. We were on the back stretch, and the yellow came out, but the whole field didn't complete the entire lap, so he goes back at it. It's just just the way it works, and as long as you understand it, it you don't get too worked. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody heard that, but uh, everybody is everybody is well clothed here at the wax bar, so it's all right. We you know we talked about what what Dan was doing last week, so we're going off the rails here at the X bar yep. tonight. I guess this is what happens when the bar owner wins. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna have to pull him over. Next here podcast twenty one is gonna be at a library. <laughs> yeah, right? In the We're parking lot of a church. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we should actually we'll get a, the owner over here we'll because do, we'll do it on a Sunday afternoon in in front of church. Isn't that the next? Uh, isn't that the next um, division? Division that we have to talk about, anyways. What's that? The bar owners. Yes, yes, but uh, I just wanted to go back to the uh, the four cylinders, right quick, and uh, kind of touch on Andy's point there about the transponder loops. Let's also not forget that we don't want drivers racing back to the checker. Correct. Yep. Or to the flag, so that's why once they throw the yellow, everything just kind of stops. You know, it's uh, if you remember a few years ago, remember when NASCAR used to race back to the flags? Dale Jarrett and Dale Jarrett got in a huge wreck. And I mean, as fun as it was to watch them race back to the yellow flags, there were some dangerous, dangerous moments. So it was a good idea for them to get rid of it. And obviously, as long as I can remember, on the short track level, you never raced back nope, to the checkered flag. And, for very good reason. You don't need to be doing those sorts of things. So yeah. that's kind of why we saw the kibosh put on that. And Rody Revest is, uh, I don't know, should we should we just say it? I think he's got a little bit of a target on him now. Oh, yeah. I he think every, is. everybody's gunning for that guy. So now, is that two wins and a second to start yeah, the year? Yeah. He has to be very strong, yeah, <laughs> very he's, tough to beat. Yeah, he's uh, – He's got to be in that pit area getting the stink eye, I would imagine. <laughs> People trying to figure out how to beat that 46 car. And we knew that. We talked about in the offseason that if he's going to come here every week after what we saw him do Ooh. in the red, white, and blue last year, that that was going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, but to be fair, there are some cars kind of giving him a good run tonight. Uh, the 15, uh, Schulte gave him a nice run, and Andy Miller was really fast this week, Andy too. Miller Andy Miller looked really good, finish. yeah. The old uh, the Rusty, Rusty Wallace paint yep. scheme. Allen check paint scheme. There we go. Lowell Bennett paint, paint scheme. Yeah. The old no, great run Bennett. for him. Yeah. He was third. Uh, Heather Wolfgram, do you think you mentioned? She was in the top five as well. And, yeah. Mike um, Klein got back up there again. He was looking fine in the 114. Scott Wolf, who was on our podcast yeah. last week. Hanging out with his groupies a, tonight. Had a little bit of a, a rough night. I think he ended up 10th. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, groupies, yep, 10th. the groupies don't mind. That's who he's hanging out with tonight. And Paul Yore was driving the Jerry Conrad car. Jerry was oh, at was uh, his daughter's graduation tonight at Appleton East. So Paul Yore, Yore was getting back behind the wheel, getting some laps in. He was go. getting pretty dicey in the heat race. Pretty yeah, he was. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see. That's the Good fun to see of, him back in the car. That's the fun of the four cylinders, right? Absolutely. You know, they can bounce off of each other and do some crazy things. And for the most part, not too worse for the wear. But uh, Well, now we're going galactic yeah. going in here. Sweet. Apparently. <laughs> oh no! Not closing time, is no, it? No, no, it's only one twenty. We got, we got like three hours. Yeah, bar owners here. Well, I'm just, anyone. I, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to like let the people think that we actually come here at a responsible time oh. to record this podcast. So well, see if it was, nobody needs to know. If it was three hours, we would like just be finishing up with the races. Yeah, right. Like straight from the races to here to record the podcast and then we straight did, right? home. Right to bed. Yeah, right home to bed. Right to bed, yeah. Right to bed. Yeah. Yep. We all have to work in the morning. We already gave it yeah, away with do. the the mix between the dollar fifty pint beer on Thursdays and the four for ten bombs. Right. We kind of fall between. We're on two. Eastern time. Oh, for that. Is that how that works? Yeah. yeah we're on Eastern right. time for that, but we're on Pacific time for when we actually record. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's That's talk right. about Dan, it. That's all right, Dan. It's not going to edit till like Tuesday night anyway. So. Oh, hey, 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 hey. No, I got, no, no. Uh, I'm actually He got it up better. in time. He did get it up in time, though. We'll give him that much. Yep. So do we actually want to pull the owner over here? I think we do. Where is he? He's Craig! Right. Craig! Where is, where is the Craig Krieger, man? <laughs> hey, if you didn't want to come over here, you could have just finished second. Yeah, right? That's how it works. 
Hey! There's the microphone. There he is. Congratulations. Congratulations, Red Race winner. Thanks. In the figure eights. Did you do a big smoky burnout? Nope. My dad tells me I can. He owns the motor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vanda Wettering was right there. He was. I actually didn't know he was there until two to go. <laughs> that's good. I'm learning that's better when you don't know there's people there. Yeah, that Kylie, is a Kylie Vandermoss theory there, huh? Yeah, the Kylie Vandermoss theory. You did know that you won, though, right? I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's a thing now. We're or not. Kyle Kalmus. Yeah, theory. we don't know when we were. Yeah. So, so get this. Kyle Kalmus is like seven car lengths ahead in that super late feature, and his dad's telling him he's a car length and a half and two. <laughs> Just to keep them going. Just to keep them going. You don't need that kind of motivation, do you? Not in the figure eights. Yeah, no, not really. It's kind of nice just to run around and just... I thought I was kind of keeping pace with the cars that I thought were in second and third, so it was, it was good. Yeah, that uh, that was a good race there tonight. And um, What happened to Terry Van Roy? Did he uh, go right when he should have gone left? No, I'm thinking he caught up to the lap traffic. First night out, well, Chuck Gilbertson, first night in the car... Um, actually had my motor and stuff in it and <laughs> driving down the middle of the straightaway in a bad place at the wrong time I guess so so wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute yeah don't sound good conspiracy theories here <laughs> that was your motor in the 52 car and it ended up taking out the guy that you beat yeah it doesn't sound good mm. but it worked for me I'll take it in time mm. I can get it Remember it that last podcast <laughs> when you were talking it about the offense. old NASCAR racing game? And yes. you had teammates and rivals. Teammates He's and rivals. Doing that there in we the go. Yep. Series. No, in my defense, I lifted quite a bit because I thought it was going to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. Hey, how's the late model going? What are you thinking of that so far? I got a lot to learn yet. I'm just sitting around in the back, driving around, learning stuff. Well, that's good. Because, mm -hmm. you know, what your rookie classes, you guys are kind of all in the same boat, I feel. Whereas, like, the super late models, you got, like, Dasso, who's been racing for a long time. And that kind of stretch, that whole class is a little bit stretched out as far as experience. But it seems like in a late model class, you guys are all brand new to it. So that's that's got to help out a little bit, right? Yeah, it is. And I think it'll help, too, because now I'm running the car the rest of the year. So that will help out week by week, learning a little bit better than just doing every other. So I don't know. It's I don't know. It's a challenge. I like to be able to stay with the pack. It's fun. I got a lot to learn though. Yeah, you'll get a get a little bit of time. A little bit of time, Andy. How long did it take you to get accommodated to that late model? <laughs> aside from spinning it out the first time you practiced it. Yeah, I think we could put probably three or three hundred laps or so on the thing, trying to just get used to it because it's so different than going from a sport truck and no different for Craig. You know, going from a street stock figure eight. You don't ever get the mile. urge to turn right, do you? No, not yet. Okay, that's good. <laughs> not yet. Wait, wait, not yet? <laughs> not yet, he says. Just wait till someone gets on the outside, then maybe you'll think about it, right? Shane has been talking about bringing it out to the eve to run the obstacle course with it at the end of the year. Ooh. See, I always wanted to bring my car out to the eve, too, just for qualifying, for figure eights. Just see if we could set fast time. And then <laughs> I'll put in a trailer right and drink beer. Would probably hurt you a well, little bit. We might have to work on <laughs> yeah, that part. Yeah, the, the right turning, I think, would be tough. <laughs> no. That'd be real tough. <laughs> But hey, congratulations! Thank when you. was your last figure eight? When you had one last year and earlier in the year, one or two last? Yeah. I won three at least last year. Three yeah, last I was gonna year. say okay. at least two. Yeah, I think. Uh, Everybody, shut up! Craig's trying uh, to talk. Last God night of the season was my last win. Damn! I won the last. He's night got last a bigger year. crowd here than Scott no Wolf kidding. last week. He's almost got as many fans as you do when we did our Facebook Live. <laughs> Maybe we should go Facebook Live right now. Uh, well, I think it'd uh, it be interesting. I don't know. But, yeah, congratulations, Craig. And uh, tell us about the X-Bar here. Tell us more. I don't know. It's just a 
place I like to hang out with, you know, started it to get racers down here. I don't know, something different. Well, there are folks here. Yeah. We were trying to figure out earlier. Oh, yeah. Are we on the dollar fifty pint beer special, or now are we into the the bomb special because it's or both early Friday a.m. at this or point, is it whatever you want? At this point, I'm pretty sure you can have whatever you want. <laughs> so I think he's saying free pizza nuts, free pizza nuts. I do have the free pizzas here, and you can have. We, them. <laughs> we finally got to Wednesday. We finally got to Wednesday. Dan's Crap, took that means we got to do another one tomorrow. Times. Wait, 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 wait. What? what? Repeat that, please. So Dan's taken advantage oh, of the Dan. free pizzas a couple times. Dan, Dan. Yeah, I have. You holding on? Oh, Andy, are you hearing this? I think I'm gonna have to Dan's do a drive by and see if there's a lime darts. green Ford Focus in the parking lot on Wednesdays here. <laughs> well, if it's a Ford Focus, it's not me. Okay, you're holding Ford Fiesta. Fiesta. You're yeah. holding out on us, Dan. Yes, I am. Yikes. <laughs> we might have to have a little chat with him off of the pod. That's why he's so busy. Yep. Apparently, he's right. down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Mr. Thank Krieger, you. congratulations. Thanks. Good to get it out of the way in week three. It is. Because now you got a chance to win like a lot more. I have definitely broken my record here. I was on a five-year slump for a long time, though. I did it back-to-back years. Hopefully they keep coming. Awesome. All right. Congratulations. Go for it next year or next week. Yeah. We'll try. <laughs> Not next year. And next year, too, yeah. I even. Just keep going as long as you can go. But, uh, yeah, and a big thanks again to Craig and the whole team down here at the X-Bar for having us and it's on to next week, week number four already. Pavement Pounder, Sport Mods, plus all of the other divisions except for the Super Stocks. It's gonna be I think it's Flag Day, too. Is it Flag Day? Is it Flag Day next uh, Thursday? I thought June flag- 14th. Yeah, it's Flag Day. Yeah. Is it really? I always thought yeah. that was like, so I thought that was do set on like special. a Tuesday. No, it w- yeah, we should. Ooh, we got to work on that. Mm. Like, That'd what? be cool to like have, remember what we did for Roger? Last year, the yes, last night. with all the cars. Have, like, all the cars out there with the American flag. You know, oh, cool. ooh, I gotcha, I gotcha. This is something that I saw at the Milk Bowl. The Milk Bowl? The Milk Bowl. And the ACT does this, the American Canadian Tour. Every team creates a flag with, like, their car number and sponsors and stuff on it. So they come out for opening ceremonies and... As they're doing driver introductions, they have a crew person with the car's flag, like standing in front of the car and waving, waving the it? flag. It is. I, I was talking to somebody while I was there, and I'm. They're like, "Oh, this is the cheesiest thing that the ACT does. This is so cheesy." I'm like, "I love it. I'm like, I'm gonna make everybody do this in Tundra." Yeah, I'm like, "I'll give you a hundred pound weight break if you do this." <laughs> I mean, not really, but I thought it was so cool. It is. Anything Wouldn't that you be can neat? Do something unique like that. It is so get unique. Get people involved and have fun yeah. with it. Why not? Hey, just go out and make a little flag and have a good time. I really. What like if your flag just uh, taunts other teams? Like mm. if we designed our flag and just so you have like all the other car numbers with circles and like yeah. a red X through yeah or the Calvin thing where they're they're peeing on the number <laughs> that you see on the back of the pickup well, trucks. Well, I don't think that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that would be. We, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up. I'm gonna show you guys this kind of stuff because it. I thought that was so cool. It was a little cheesy, but you know. The Milk Bowl's a fun event because they got that. They got the bagpipe guys coming in. Oh, boy. It's all kinds of craziness. <laughs> if you ever get the chance. You ever that, wear a kilt with that the is, pipe? No. Okay. I, I wouldn't wear one without one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just not my wait, thing. Wait, wait. I missed something here. We're Quit talking helping. about kilts. We're talking about kilts. You got yeah, one? You know, 
Nope, don't have one of those. Easy breezy kind of deals. Easy breezy, beautiful cover. Kilt? Yeah, cover just cover enough. Yeah. Okay, we've got off task. Here. Yeah, wow. <laughs> we we already set the precedent last week, so yes, we did. Yeah, we're slowly declining downhill. We talked about this earlier. You can you don't have to listen to the podcast. You can just download. That's fine. We're happy with that. Yeah, it shows right. people are actually trying, but you don't yeah. have to listen to this far in. Right, and, and I don't think a lot of people do. I don't think so. Either. I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we've, we're we've probably te- about an hour in right we've, now. We've tested this a couple of times to try to get people, you know, to tweet Mark at us Allen and all kinds of stuff. Mark doesn't have Twitter, but he said that he wants a steak sandwich from me, so I guess I have to give him a steak sandwich now. Mm, okay. So He deserves one. All the yeah. videos he shares. That he does. That's true. He yeah, does he deserve one. He's got one. a lot of good stuff. He, uh, he helped me last year, actually, with the white race where you had the – it was the huge wreck yep. and then the rain out. I missed it because I was paying attention to something that was happening further back in the pack. He was watching girls walk past. Yeah, he was, probably. Yeah. I do not do that. <laughs> right. Currently. You used to do Well, that. this was last year, buddy. You're fine. Yeah. Like, this was before you met the current, so you're all right. It's true. You know. I mean, Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. I think we... little shots of water here? I, I think we just got into Friday. <laughs> I think we just got into Friday. Oh, boy. We're doing the salute. Well, we better sign off. Yeah, let, let's wrap up the podcast. So, frc.us is the website. Fox River Racing Club on the Facebook. Andy Monday, A Monday 10 on Twitter. Matt yep, Panier. Motorsports on Facebook. Yep. At Matt Panier on Facebook. Hey, we're trying to finish off the podcast here, then we'll join you for water drinks. <laughs> At Dan Strong 95 on the Twitter. Next yep. week, Pavement Pounder. Be sure to join us. frc.us and. Let's keep going. It's been a lot of fun so far this year. A lot of great racing, and uh, just going to keep rolling on. Keep rolling on. On to week four. All right. We'll catch you next time, everyone. Stay out of trouble.